In five, four, three, two, It's Ashley and Shantavia, and this is Obedience Podcast. We have finally made it to the third episode of our Uncertainty series. Mm -hmm. This is going to be the last series episode of 2020, and we are so excited about 2021, but we are so sad to see this series go. Just give me a moment. (laughs) But you know... Good riddance 2020, you have been good to us. Yes, thank you. But we are ready for the blessings and the overflow of 2021. Yes. So, we have already debunked two of the definitions of uncertainty Mm -hmm. from our first two episodes. So, in the first part, we talked about, is God reliable? Because the first definition of uncertain is not able to be relied on. And in the second episode, we debunked the second definition, which is not known or definite. And we talked about who is God in the episode. And so in this episode, we are going to get into the last definition of uncertain and debunk that. And that definition is not constant and changeable. Mm-hmm. Yes. So our receipt to debunk that scripture is found in Hebrews 13 and 8. So you guys want to get out your Bible, get out your notepads, mm-hmm. and let's get ready to jump into this word. Let's get into it. All right. And I'm reading out the NLT, and it says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Forever, ever? So we can close our Bibles right, right there. I mean, the scripture broke it down to say, okay, not only is he not changeable, he's been the same in the past, in the present, and in the future. So how is he not constant, and how is he changeable? <laughs> when Right here in the scripture, it says that he is the same, always. Case closed. Period. Next case. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to get into kind of breaking down the yesterday, today, and forever. So with the yesterday, we wanted to talk about some of the things and kind of the miracles that Jesus had done previously. Because a lot of times in the parables and the stories in the Bible, we can be assured through the miracles and signs and wonders that he can still do the same, those same miracles today. Yes. Um, so we just wanted to talk about with the yesterday, we wanted to talk about the previous and parables and stories in the Bible. Yes. So what is one of your favorite I'm so excited because, Ah! yes, because when you um, brought this up, immediately I knew which parable was. Well, it's not a parable. It's the actual story. Okay. I knew what story was my favorite one. So it's found in John chapter 8. Did you pick that one too? Uh Uh-uh. Okay. I'm going to look for her own. So John chapter 8 verses 1 through 11. And this is where Jesus forgives an adulterous woman. Mm. I had a feeling in my spirit that you was going to choose it. I just, you know, it's just something about that story. I had a feeling. It's something about that story. Somebody. It's so good to me. Um, But I want to read just a couple verses from it. I'm not going to read all of it, but I just want to paint the scene for y'all. Mm-hmm. Come on, paint this picture. So, 
this is like later in the life of Jesus, like right before he's going, not right before, but heading into the time when he's about to be crucified. And people are like upset that he is who he is mm -hmm. for no reason. Yeah. Yes. And so the men were trying to test Jesus. And so they brought this adulterous woman to the temple and they were kind of like, you know, she has committed adultery. What are you going to do? Mm hmm. So, actually, I read something in my Bible that I didn't even know. Um, I knew that it was the Roman law that if someone committed adultery that they should be stoned. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know that it was against the law not to bring the mail. So, they didn't even bring the mail. So, they had already gone against the law, too. Oh, wow. Yep, my Bible pointed that out. Come on, Bible. So, I want to read something that my Bible pointed out. It says that the leaders were using the woman as a trap so they could trick Jesus. If Jesus said the woman should not be stoned, they would accuse him of violating Moses' law. Hmm. If he urged them to execute her, they would report him to the Romans who did not permit the Jews to carry out their own executions. So, y'all know, Jesus was God on earth, so, you know, he was all-knowing. Mm -hmm. um, so, I just loved Jesus' response to this. So I'm just going to read what verse um, 7, and it says, Let any one of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. At this, those who heard began to go away one at a time. The older ones first until only Jesus was left with the woman still standing there. Mm -hmm. Jesus straightened up and asked her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, sir, he said. Then neither do I condemn you. Jesus declared, go now and leave your life of sin. Whew. So the reason I love this story so much is because it is literally showing us exactly why Jesus is on the earth. Mm -hmm. Jesus came to be that sacrifice to where we can always go to God and ask for forgiveness. And we get immediate forgiveness. Yeah. And so in this moment, we're seeing Jesus forgive so easily. And also another thing is that he's showing mercy. Mm -hmm. He did not stone her, which was Moses' law. He did not stone her. So in this story, we're seeing forgiveness. We're seeing the mercy of Jesus. And then another thing that I love is it points out that everyone sins. No one is perfect. So we can't judge one another. It's like Jesus got them together. Hmm. Jesus was like, um. First of all, who up in here finna cast a stone upon her? Whoever didn't sin can do it. i wait. You know? And gosh, it's, it, I just love it so much because honestly, it's so easy to judge people. It is. Um, especially. In our generation, we saw it a lot growing up yeah. with the older Christians. Um, it's kind of like when they turned their life around and they became so holy, they forgot about their young days. And so when they see us, they're like, oh, I can't believe them. <laughs> and it's like, hold up, ma'am, sir. Y'all was 20 before. Y'all was 21. Y'all know what life was like. Yeah. So it's just Jesus reminding us of, don't judge. Mm -hmm. That's not That's not your place. Yeah. Judgment comes from God, period. We shouldn't judge anybody. We should just love them. Mm -hmm. 
Jesus didn't condemn her. Mm-hmm. Another thing that my Bible pointed out is that, yes, Jesus shows so much mercy mm-hmm. in the story. And he, sh- he showed everyone that you should be judgment free. But also, he told her to correct herself mm-hmm. in a loving way. Yeah. After he made sure she was okay, yep. made sure she was safe. He said, now go now and stop all your sinful ways. Mm -hmm. It shows us how to handle people who sin, how to handle people with conviction and not condemnation. So it's so many reasons why that's my favorite story of Jesus being Jesus. Because it's just so good. And it's only 11 verses. It's just so good. (laughs) So rich. Yes. You don't need that many verses. It's so rich. But that's my favorite. That's a good one. So my story is when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. Ooh. Y'all remember that? That's good. <laughs> Me too. Okay, so. <laughs> okay, so. Y'all know the story. Just a, pre- uh, a brief synopsis of the story. So Lazarus was sick. So Martha and Mary was just like, you know, hey, go tell Jesus that my brother is sick. And, um. Jesus pretty much said this will not end in, t- in death and mm-hmm. that God will get the glory out of it. God will get the glory. Ooh. And I just wanted to read that one scripture. It's found in John 11 uh, and 4. It says, but when Jesus heard about, about it, he said, Lazarus' sickness will not end in death. No, it happened for the glory of God so that the Son of God will receive the glory from this. Yes. I want you to put that in your back pocket for a second. We're going we're gonna to come back to that later on. So instead, he was just like, you know, Lazarus is asleep. Mm. And I was just like, why he say he was asleep? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, got a little, um, little revelation from that. I was just like, you have to be careful on how what words you use. Mm. Like everybody else was saying that he was dead. Mm-hmm. But he said that he was asleep. Mm. So I was just like. You know, sometimes we need to change our language, and while we're going through stuff, we like, oh, it ain't going to never be better. Mm-hmm. Oh, it ain't going to, you know, that's a dead situation or whatever. Yes, but that's uh-uh. so good. Like, for instance, a dead marriage, a dead relationship. Uh-uh, you, you got to speak dead? life mm-hmm. into that, that thing right there. Me it's and my husband, first. we deeply in love, hmm. and I love him to the end. Yes, we have a deep, intimate relationship. Mm-hmm. We are getting to know each other on a deeper level every day. Yes, and you know, about that, too. The more you speak over, well, the more you speak, well, what am I trying to say? Actually? You're saying it. The more you speak over the situation yeah. and not focus on the bad. Yeah. The more your mind state mm-hmm. is going to change towards that situation. Yes. So if you are having a hard time with your husband, when you wake up in the morning, you're not going to automatically think, oh, he's not going to make his side of the bed. You're going to think, I love my husband. Mm-hmm. He is the best thing that happened to me. I'm so glad that God blessed me with him. Because... Just using an example, if you continue to speak death into your husband, like, you ain't nothing, you ain't no good, and nothing like that, uh-huh. he's going to continue to believe that. But if you continue to speak life into him, yeah. he'll be like, oh, I am somebody. Wait yeah. a minute, she's speaking some words, yeah. so I'm going to try to, let me see let what she's talking make about. make this bed. <laughs> let me fluff these pillows. <laughs> but, ooh, child, where we on marriage, child? <laughs> and none of us married. Well, neither one of us married. It's pending, baby. Pending. That's why Pending. you life over that situation. Yes. So after a while, it had been four days since Lazarus was dead, and Jesus started to make his way there, and he made it to Mary and Martha. So Mary and Martha were just like, 
If you had been here, my brother would have died. Would not have died. But in the end, they still have faith in God that he can still do, um, perform a miracle in that moment. And then Jesus' response was, and this is coming from uh, verse 25. It says, Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this, Martha? And of course, Martha was just like, yeah, Lord. Mm. Oh, I did want to point out one point in that. Um, so Lazarus has been dead for four days. So I believe back in the older days, even if the person was dead for two days, they pronounced them dead. Because there's still like a, a, an awakening time yeah. that you can still arise in yeah. that moment. So look at this, this, this timeline. It had been four days. It was well past the two days, so this was definitely a miracle. I think that God and Jesus was trying to prove something in this moment. Mm -hmm. That it ain't nobody but God that's going to make a way, that's going to bring him up from death. Yes. Um, so just think about that. Like, when your timeline, you may have wrote in a time down, timeline of, like, what, a marriage or something like that. Yeah. Okay, you can stick with your timeline, but God is still going to perform it within his his. His time. His time. Ooh, that's good. When he, he's ready for it. Yes. So even like if your your bank account is a negative, he still he still like supplies all of the needs mm -hmm. so that he can get the glory. And you can't even say that it was you. It wasn't you and your resources. Yeah, that's so good. He still he can he can he can make that bank account visit rent <laughs> and give it life. <laughs> in this story, we see that Jesus, like you said. And he was here in the, in the physical form as well. Mm -hmm. And here we do see uh, some emotions of Jesus. We see that he did weep as well. Mm. So he cared enough for us. Like he, you know, this was, he felt, I guess he felt the, the, the emotions that we went through. Um, he was human. He was human. He was here in the human form. So we do see the display of emotions that he did weep. Even in that moment, he moved past, and he knew that he still had an assignment to do from God. So he was just like, roll the storm away. Let's get to work. And Martha was just like, you know, he's been dead a little while, you know. He's he going to stink a little bit. But, I, <laughs> but Jesus responded. It says, didn't I tell you that you would see God's glory mm. if you believe? Mm. So think about that in your in your situation, didn't the promises that God told you, do you believe those? Didn't I tell you with my promises that if you believe in me, that you're going to have life in that situation? So, even in that moment, he rolled the stone away and he performed the miracle. And it says that Jesus prayed to his father. He said, Father, thank you for hearing me. You always hear me. Mm -hmm. But I said it out loud for the sake of all of these people standing here so that they will believe you sent me. Then Jesus shouted, Lazarus, come out. Mm. And the dead man came out, his hands and feet bound in the grave clothes, his face wrapped in head cloth. Jesus told them, unwrap him and let him go. So good. It doesn't have to be in the physical form. It can be... Whatever you're going through and whatever you're standing in need of and whatever situation that you feel is dead, apply the same principle. 
to Lazarus mm-hmm. and speak to and believe that God can still resurrect and give life to that situation. Mm-hmm. I believe that I was convicted today. I want to point out two things from when you were reading. I had the circle. So in verse 25, it says, do you believe this? Mm-hmm. And then in verse 40, it says, did I not tell you if you believe? So it's up to you and what you believe mm-hmm. for things that happen in your life. It's according to your faith. Mm-hmm. You have to have enough faith that it's gonna happen. Yep. So if you've lost faith, going back to this marriage thing, if you've lost if you've lost faith that you're not gonna get a husband, yeah, you're not gonna get a husband. Mm-hmm. If you've lost faith that you're gonna be debt free, that debt just gonna keep piling up. Yeah. If you've lost faith that you're going to be healed, mm-hmm. then those prescriptions they just gonna keep stacking up. You have to have faith in God, as we always say, Hebrews eleven. And six, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So we have to remember to walk in faith and have that faith and be strong in our faith. Yes. And keep um, reassure, reassuring that faith. You have to constantly renovate your faith mm-hmm. every single day. Yeah. That's what I want to say. Continue to fix your mind on things above and not what you see. Yes. Because you will get distracted every time. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Let the first thing that come out of your mouth when you open your eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice. And be glad in it. Amen. So we're going to get into part two where we're going to talk about who Jesus is today. Mm-hmm. I know for me, one thing, or what I should say, one song that always moves me every single time um, is the song, This Is A Move. And it resonates with me so much. Because we think of all this stuff in the Bible, all these stories in the Bible. Um, And I say stories in the Bible, but they're not stories, y'all. They happen. Mm -hmm. And so if it happened then, it can happen again. Mm -hmm. And so one line in the song is, mountains are still being moved. Yes, still right now. That mountain is just something else. That mountain is a boss who's always, you know, up on you, trying their best to fire you. He's moving that mountain out of your way. Hmm. That debt that you just can't seem to get rid of, and then all of a sudden, someone calls and say, hey, you have a huge credit on your account. I'm sending you a check in the mail. Hmm. That's a mountain that he's moving out of the way. Come on, mountain. So whatever God has done before, previously, he can do it again. And it's so easy for him to do it again. Another one, just to go with that song, bodies are still being raised. People are still coming from sicknesses and being healed from sicknesses that people never even thought that they would be healed Mm -hmm. from. And one of those sicknesses is the one that's like rampant today in 2020, and that is COVID-19. Last week, I shared the testimony of my aunt and how she got through it. And there's been so many people who have dealt with COVID-19 and they got through it. Mm-hmm. Those bodies are still being raised. I heard of a story where this this man was on the ventilator for over two months. Wow. And came off on it. Healed. They thought that he was dead. Oh my God. He's alive today. Mm-hmm. Bodies are still being raised. So, Mia actually wanted to touch on with the COVID-19 being the 
the thing this this year that has really slowed down everything, we wanted to talk about something that our pastor brought up recently in one of his sermons. He said that whatever God told you to do pre-COVID, he still wants you to do because he knew COVID was coming, but he still gave you those plans. Catching by surprise. Yes. So, Ashley, what's one thing that God told you to do pre-COVID? It wasn't so much as, I was thinking last night on this, I was just like, was there like a specific, like, you know, like, do this, write a book or something like that. It wasn't so much as like that. But in the first quarter of the year, um, I would say March was just like my turning point. Like, that was the first quarter of the year. Um, Where it was simply to trust. Mm. Um, I say this like a million times. Y'all probably heard about now. The Matthew 6 and 33. Um, mm. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Yeah. That is so true. Um, And I talk about how I wasn't really trusting God. For real. I was just kind of just doing my own thing. I was just like, uh, this is my plan and you better get with it. <laughs> um, and it, it sounds so foolish and I didn't realize that I was doing it. But it's so easy to get caught up. But really to really just trust him and I've been learning to do that just step by step um it wasn't easy I'm just like this is going to have to be a day-to-day thing and if you're in that place it is a day-to-day process when you're trusting him um just giving things to him at a time and I got to a point I was just like you know what I'm just gonna give it to you all because (laughs) I can't do it Mm -hmm. Uh, um But yeah, I think it was just so much to trust. So when Romans 8 and 28 reads, And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, Mm. who are called according to his purpose. And that didn't happen until I got into, I guess, I got into his purpose for my life and I started trusting him. Um, And just trusting him, that's it. At the end of the day, I was just like, okay, what is your will for my life? And he then he began to reveal those things to me, I guess, so I can trust him in it and that he can trust me with those things. Mm-hmm. All right. So for me, um, and I talked about this in my year 27 video. If you guys haven't seen that video, go check it out. No, it wasn't my year 27. It was my year 26, aging myself, child. <laughs> Um, but I pretty much talked about my journey of being 26, um, and I released it on my 27th birthday. And my word for 26 was boldness. And so that's basically what he told me to do in pre-COVID and after COVID. But I will have to say something that he told me to do pre-COVID was work on my patience. Um, I had already gotten over that quick, quick being quick to anger thing but he had told me to work on my patience y'all and um at the beginning of 2019 I knew he wanted me to work on my patience but I didn't have it (laughs) um so I stopped a certain situation that I was in because my patience was very short y'all so around the time of my COVID exposure God brought this person back in my life and was like I said what I said basically so um yeah that is something that he told me to do pre-COVID that I had stopped. 
And then um, he brought it back to my realization during my COVID experience that, hey, this is what I told you to work on. This is what I want you to work on. I want you to work on it for a reason. I still don't know that full reason, but it's not for me to know. He knows what, what it's for. Um, I can say that with that situation, I do feel like he's preparing me for um, the greater the greater goal that he has for me. Um, and I'm not talking about a relationship. I'm talking about when he blesses his podcast to reach more people. Um, with that situation, it's something very abnormal. And he's showing me how to show people, I guess, grace. Mm-hmm. Um, and how to show them mercy. How not to be judgmental, like I said. Um, because I'm going to experience a lot more people like that. Um, I'm going to experience a lot of people who don't like what we talk about, who may judge us, and how we should just be to those people. So, um, I do feel like through that relationship, I am learning, and he's preparing me um, for what he ultimately has for us. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's what I've just been doing now. Um, since I've realized it is just um, listening to God. And that's actually what led to the um, 3P series um, with me just trying to grow in that patience and mm-hmm. coming across the scripture, you know, where um, the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Mm-hmm. So that's what led into that. And I must say that series did boost us up a lot. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of viewers. And so, it's kind of just like when you when you're obedient to what God told you to do, He'll yeah. just He'll work it out for you are good. So, good time. yeah. So now we are going to get into the last part of the scripture where it talks about Jesus being the same forever. So in this section, we just wanted to talk to you guys about a few things that we are hoping for and praying for in 2021. We don't want to get too detailed to it because we do have videos coming out um, at the start of the year where we're going to get very detailed. But we just want to give you a sneak peek into what we're praying for in 2021. And you guys, you know, you can be in agreement with us. Mm -hmm. So, Ashley, you want to start with two things. We'll do two two things that you're praying for. Yeah. Um, One thing about what I'm going to put in my vision board uh, would be... Um, new relationship. Ah, that's what I just said in my mind, in case you were wondering. <laughs> what kind of relationship? A companionship. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, but okay. I think, ooh, even like with me bringing up the Lazarus story, you know, I, for, for a while this year, I was just like, you know, how can I love again? It's going to be hard or whatever. You know, how can I open up and be vulnerable when my heart has been broken this year? But God was just like, hello. I got you, fam. I've been healing you. I When I say like this year you. has been like a healing. And when I say, when we say healing, it's just not so much of the physical. Yes. It's also like your heart as well. Yes, and your mental. Yes, the mental. So I really believe that God has is developing me and he even I know like even in this year, um, not only from just the relationship or like a companionship, but he's um 
really allowed me to dig deeper into like why I didn't really trust people fully or why I wasn't open or uh, kind of just healing, healing me from my past. And it was nobody but him because I wasn't even in therapy that long this year. I think I went to like one session <laughs> this year. That don't count. Yeah, that don't count for real. That was just <laughs> that was a consultation. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> um, but even though like he he's been doing the the healing, he's been putting those pieces back together. And I I really believe uh, the scripture when it says that he'll give me beauty for my ashes. Yeah. Um, and the joy, y'all. <laughs> The joy is unexplainable. Um, and also, um, I guess I can give you just a brief um, brief little introduction to what will be taking place at the beginning of the year. Uh, it will be my t-shirt collection. Ah, I just said that! <laughs> so be on the lookout for that. Yes. Um, for, and be ready to purchase. Yes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> get those so, coins together. Hmm, get them together. I really believe that you guys will enjoy the designs and also not only the designs, but also the message and the meaning behind the, the shirts. And it's just not t-shirts. Um, it's more of a, um, a declaration. <laughs> it's just not a t-shirt. It's a decoration. And, um, to the, the line itself, I'm not going to say the name just yet. Um, but it is to continue to sow and to edify mm -hmm. and to continue to, um, just speak the name of Jesus and his kingdom, um, forever. So be on the lookout. That's all I got. I ain't going to tell y'all no more. That's so good. I can't believe I just said that. My, um, my thing that I'm hoping for in 2021 and the thing that I want to stop doubting God about that I have been doubting God about is that I will be debt free. Um, whenever I think about my debt, not just saying it's just like horrible, like mm -hmm. I'm not like a hundred thousand dollars in debt, but I always just felt like it was unrealistic. And I was I was really doubting that that could happen. And I was really doubting that it can happen. So, you know, during my prayer time, it wasn't a lot of prayer about that. You know, I was going hard for certain stuff, but my uh, dad, I'd be like, Lord, thank you for getting me out of debt. Jesus, name, amen. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> like I said in the last video, me just seeing me allow God into one situation and see how he worked. Just imagine if I just let him into more situations mm -hmm. and stop doubting the power and the mighty of God. Um, I have stole Ashley's favorite scripture, Ephesians 3 and 20. And I have started affirming myself with that every single day. Because, like Ashley said, you have to speak to your mind in order to start believing things. And if I tell myself every single day that he can do exceedingly abundantly more than we can ask or think according to the power within us, then I'm going to be so powerful because I'm believing in him now. Mm -hmm. And so I'm making that declaration now that 2021, I will be headed toward a debt-free life. And mm -hmm. I won't doubt that God won't provide that for me. Because yeah. he's done amazing miracles for me financially-wise, too, that I want to talk about in 2021. So stay tuned for that. Um, 
So it's like, why are you doubting him? He's already showed you what he can do. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's did it before, he can, he can do, do it again. again. Same God. Right now. No. All right. Same God, baby. Yes. All right. So the second one that I want to fix, I just don't want to get like too, too into it. Um, but what I want to do is, um, if you guys reference my video again, saw my year of 26 video, I talked about my word of the year. Mm-hmm. So I said that my word of the year was completion. And that was even before I had full revelation of, you know, why God was telling me completion. Um, and recently I have gotten a further revelation on what God, why God told me that word. Um, and it's because that he wants me to know that I'm completing him. Mm-hmm. And so I want to fix the things within myself because I'm already whole in Jesus Christ. I just need to get my mental to that point. I want to, I need to get my mental to where Jesus already sees me. Um, so in 2021, I am going to get my mental matched up with my spirit, man. And I am going to be a hundred percent complete person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do have a scripture, um, on this that I will be affirming myself with as well. All right. So this is Colossians chapter two, verse 10. And it says, so you also are complete through your union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. So like in that scripture, it's like, no, anxiety does not have authority over my life. Um, going back to my debt, no, my debt doesn't have authority over my life. The things that I'm insecure about, they don't have authority over my life. Mm -mm. Like I need to be who God created me to be and not try to fit into this little box of what people think that you should be or think that I should be. So that's my goal in 2021 is just to be me, be who God (laughs) created me to be. So yeah, be shape to shape. Yeah. So yeah, that's my two that's my two futures. So y'all yeah, be praying in agreement with me on those two things. Oh, that's a good two. <laughs> all right. So we have gotten through all three points of proving who God has been yesterday, today, and then what we're praying for in the future for forever. Yeah. Um so I feel like we have debunked the third definition, you know, changeable, not constant. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we've really proven that, hey, girl, that's not true. Hey, girl. Well, I did want Ashley to read an excerpt out of her Bible that kind of goes into detail about how unchangeable God is. That he is. And I love the excerpt from her Bible because I feel like, it takes all three videos and just sums it up into this one little excerpt just mm-hmm. to prove to you all that God is not uncertain and who we should rely on during those uncertain times. So I'm just let Ashley get into it before I get too excited. Okay. <laughs> so this is an excerpt from Exodus 3, and it pretty much just covers 13 through 15. So it reads, The Egyptians had many gods by different names. Moses wanted to know God's name so the Hebrew people would know exactly who had sent him. God called himself, I am, a name describing his eternal power 
and unchangeable character. In a world where values, morals, and laws change constantly, we can find stability and security in our unchanging God. Hmm. The God who appeared to Moses is the same God who can live in us today. Mm. Hebrews 13 and 8 says that Jesus Christ mm. is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Because God's nature is stable and trustworthy, we are free to follow and enjoy him rather than spend our time trying to figure him out. Mm-mm. Because God's nature is stable and trustworthy. Yeah, he is. He is stability. He is not uncertain. Mm. Y'all, y'all see why I want her to read it, right? He is our rock. Mm. The thing that never changed. No matter how the wind blow, that rock is still there. That's and it's so one good. that we can lean on, baby. We can hide behind, baby. Hey, hey. So good. Thank you. My favorite hymn immediately popped up. In my head. So I just want to share this with you all. And really listen to the words of the song. Don't listen to it too much. Yeah, don't listen to it. But listen you know. to the words. Time is filled with transitions. Y'all, that's one of my favorite, favorite hymns. Um, Excuse me. It was a hymn that I always heard growing up in my Baptist church, but I did not realize the significance of it until this year. Mm -hmm. And a world that is so unchanging, a world that you cannot depend on, Mm -hmm. a world that you are only supposed to be here for, for a short period of time, we cannot build our hopes in this world Mm -hmm. we have to build our hopes on things eternal Eternal. and that's the return of our king Jesus Christ and not the things of this world because at the end of the day this is not our final resting place Mm -hmm. our final resting place is going to be up there in heaven you know singing in the choir the mighty choir in heaven just constantly praising God. We are going to be in the presence of God mm-hmm. himself. We are going to be able to see him. And, you know, when things get hard, when things get uncertain, when we feel depressed, when we feel lonely, when we feel like we're not going to accomplish our goals, we need to change our focus and just think about, I'm going to get through this. Mm-hmm. God has me. Yes. Because, you know, at the end of the day, if I don't finish this, it's okay. Because this is not my final resting place. If mm-hmm. I don't get this promotion, it's okay. Because that is not what my hope is in. My hope is in God, like yes. Ashley's video. So I think that that's just what this series is all about. Just reminding all of you that, yes, this world is uncertain. But guess who isn't? Hmm. Our God. So you just got to hold on to his hand. Because yes. it's unchanging. You just got to hold on to it. For everyone out there who has not accepted 
Jesus Christ as their Savior, we want to take the opportunity to allow you guys to accept him as your Savior and enter the kingdom of Christ. So as the angel stated in Luke 2 and 10, the birth of Jesus brought good news. That good news through Jesus Christ, we are saved. God came down in human form to offer the ultimate sacrifice for our sins. Through Jesus Christ, we are offered the opportunity to have a personal relationship with God. Mm-hmm. As stated in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 18, Christ also suffered for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive in the spirit. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, now is the perfect time, the best time to do so. Yeah. If you would like to accept Jesus, it's very simple. All you have to do is repeat this short prayer after us. Lord Jesus, I know without you, I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord over my life. I receive you as my Savior, and I make you the Lord over my life. I give you the throne of my heart to lead and guide me in the way I should go. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for delivering me from my sins. Amen. Amen. So, congratulations. You are now a part of the family. You are now a kingdom citizen, and we are so excited to have you. Be sure to go find a Bible teaching church, Mm -hmm. get you a pastor that's for you. That's so important. Mm -hmm. And, you know, continue to pray. And then, like we said in this video, God will continue to change you and allow you to grow. Yes. So, anything you want to add since this is our last (gasps) series episode of 2020? I don't know. I guess if you can't find or, you know, if you're in between churches, you're always welcome to... Tune in with us on our Facebook page of Right Way Christian Center Church. Um, pastor V is a great pastor, great man in the word. He brings a great message on, and all of our other ministries as well. They bring great messages every week. Yes. So you'll be spiritually fed that way. We'll be sure to link that down below. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't, go ahead and like this video. Subscribe to our channel. Yes. If you don't know like why you haven't, share our channel with some of your friends. Share this specific video with at least five friends. That's the challenge for this um, series. Share with five friends. Um, And then comment down below what you are hoping for in 2021. What is your forever? Yes, what is your forever? I love Mm -hmm. it. What is your forever? Um, And be on the lookout for our um, year-end videos. Like, this is the last series video, but we still have other videos coming out. So be on the lookout for that. And as far as series videos, we will see you guys in 2021. Yeah. So until then, as always, be obedient. We'll see you guys next year. Ah!